what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. As a writer, we know we need feedback. We know we need people to read our words and tell us what they think. However, I'm going to guess you haven't been taught how to actually ask for what you need when it comes to feedback. In today's episode, I'm going to share four simple but really powerful techniques that are going to allow you to ask for specific types of responses based on what you need on your writing journey. I'm super excited you're here, so let's jump in. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Written Compass. Shana Hartman here, Embodied Writing Coach, and I'm super excited for this episode because I actually got the ping to do this episode on a previous episode when I actually was talking about revision and how to make the familiar strange. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and take a listen. But this focus is going to be about how to ask for what you need in terms of feedback. So The things that I'm going to talk about today, I'm going to focus on four main types of feedback. I'll give a little background on where they come from and how I've kind of uh, adopted and and created these techniques. But what I want to start is with is what is feedback in general and why as a writer do we need it? So when we are on our journey to write our book and a lot of the clients that I work with, They are absolutely stepping into a container of support with me so that they can get feedback. There are actually a lot of writers who have put their books out there. A lot of most of my clients self-publish and they haven't really received a lot of feedback or they've just gone to an editor. And sometimes an editor will give you what I call reader response type of feedback, which is kind of responding as a reader might who is reading your work. But a lot of times it's about fixing, about correcting. So journey back with me, think for a moment to a time where you first started to receive feedback on your work. This is probably going to conjure up a school memory. Maybe as a business owner, thought leader, um, service provider, you may get feedback on things now. But a lot of times this conjures up a memory from education. And when you got the feedback, right, you submitted something, maybe something that had writing on it, and then you were waiting to get that paper, that assignment, whatever it may be, to get it back. What's the first thing that you did? Well, if you are like most of us, you probably looked at the grade, right? So right there, we have a pattern where we've synced up feedback to being assessed, to being rated, to being graded. And I'm not going to go into it in this episode, but I know most of us have some kinds of feelings, often very deep and intense feelings around grading and around our grades, whether we were straight A students, whether we were somewhere in between, whether we had failing grades, there's a lot of baggage there. So I just want to point that out because when we talk about feedback, that's going to show up for you. And so we want to bring some awareness to that. So when we approach feedback, we often are reverting back to how we were taught or how we were shown what feedback gets to look like. And a lot of times that was about assessing and rating and grading and um, not actually engaging with our content. How frustrating was it when you would get an assignment back and you had a certain grade, whether it was, quote, a good grade or a not so good grade, you were pleased with it or you weren't. 
but there was no context. Maybe there was a rubric, maybe there were a few words, but you didn't really have any explanation. And then also you probably have had the experience where I know I have, I remember back to my senior AP English teacher, part of the motivation for me becoming an English teacher was the bloody red ink on the paper, right? And just so much content or, or commentary and ex- things X'd out and corrections that your head just spun and you didn't know which way to go. And very few times, I'm guessing, were you even given the opportunity to make corrections for that particular assignment, to do any kind of revision, to get any kind of additional support. It was like, here's your feedback and we're on to the next thing. In a larger piece of writing like a book, the feedback loop is really, really important and is something that I really focus on with my clients. They need to get comfortable receiving feedback, not because they think I'm going to correct them or tell them what they're doing is right or wrong, but because it is a way to stay embodied and connected with what they're truly trying to say. So in terms of getting feedback, I really want to support you in this episode on how to actually ask for what you need, whether you have a writing coach or not, an editor, beta readers, whatever the case may be, it's really important to do more than just, hey, can you read this and tell me what you think or tell me what's right or what's wrong. And so I want to talk about four key types of feedback that can be really, really helpful to you as a writer. And this is also something that helps the people who are going to give you feedback. These are techniques that I employ. Now, a little bit of background of where this comes from. Um, This was an adaptation. I have a beautiful colleague that I used to work with. Her name is Dr. Jennifer Buckner. Hello, Jennifer. Shout out to you. And she adapted. We used to do writing groups in our classes all the time, and we would give each other feedback. And I used to teach from a book where these techniques were used. And then Dr. Buckner created this beautiful PDF guide that kind of summarized. And we would always share this with our students. So I'm going to be talking from that. So the book is by Peter Elbow and Pat Belanoff, and it was called Being a Writer, a Community of Writers Revisited. And it's an older publication from 2003, but they have a whole section in this book about responding to writing and breaking down the types of responses. And then Dr. Buckner, my amazing friend, put these in this beautiful PDF and you're welcome to reach out to me if you want to get access to this. Cause I think it's really powerful, especially any teachers listening. This is a helpful document and I'd be glad to connect with you in some way and, and talk about it more. So the four strategies that I'm going to share are as follows. So if you've got a place where you can write these down, you may want to, um, and I'm going to dive right in. The first one is sharing with no response. I know that sounds weird, but I'm going to talk about it in just a minute. The second one's called pointing and center of gravity. The third one is called summary and say back. And the fourth one is what is almost said? What do you want to hear more about? Okay, so I'm going to dive into each of these a little bit. So sharing and giving no response or little to no response. This is something that's really important as a writer, as you as a writer are getting started. Sometimes we just need to share what is showing up. And so the job for me as an embodied book writing coach or someone giving feedback is to simply say thank you. Not to say what is right or wrong, not to say, here's what I'm thinking, here's what, you know, here's where you need to go next. It really is about affirming the writer and just the fact that they're getting words down 
and starting. And so sometimes it is very powerful as a writer to share your writing, your ugly early first drafts, and just have someone read them and just let you know, thank you. I read this. Thank you for sharing. And so what the power of this again is just getting yourself in the habit of sharing first. And then second, it's just acknowledging that someone gave you the gift of their words and you're receiving for that. And hence the thank you. I'm going to guess that one's going to be a little weird for some of you and that's okay. So you might want to skip that one and head on to the second one, but I would be remiss if I didn't say the power of thank you when someone shares their words with you is quite amazing. So I highly recommend it. The next one is called pointing or center of gravity. So this is where we are trying to share with the writer what is landing with us. I kind of tell my writers a lot. You'll hear me say I use Voxer, which is a walkie talkie app. And I'll just go, "Mm, yes. And this is a moment where something I'm reading that they have written in their work, in their book, is really landing with me. So I'm trying to, anytime I hear words, phrases, paragraphs that are just memorable, that just catch me in a certain way as the reader, I try to point to that. And if there's moments where I really feel like a bundle of excitement or just a really, wow, this seems really important in what you've written so far, I want to share that too, because that is what might be called their center of gravity. This is sometimes what I call a so what. It could be a story. It could be an analogy they're using. It could be a strategy that they're sharing that they use with their own clients. Again, a lot of the people I work with are business owners and heart-centered and mission-driven. And so I really want to show them this is the center here. This is the center of gravity for this chapter or maybe even the entire book because then we start to develop this beautiful framework. And the more we can point and the more we can see those centers of gravity and get that kind of feedback, then the more we're going to know we want to do that over and over and over again, keep that vibe going throughout the rest of the writing. So pointing and center of gravity can really help you get direction. So asking someone, you know, what is landing with you? Where do you see me really like finding my center or finding my so what can be really powerful types of feedback. The third one, summary and say back, is really nice because you get to hear, it's like a mirror. You get to hear your words in another person's way of expressing them, whether out loud or in written feedback. And so this is where we like to say, okay, here's like a one sentence summary. Here's what I hear you saying. Or it seems like this is what you mean here. Is that accurate? right? Or are you saying? So it's a combination of summarizing. Here's what it seems to be. Here's what I'm understanding. This is the message I'm receiving. And then saying it back is another form of like active listening allows us to then kind of pose it as a question. Like, do you mean this? Is this how you're trying to present this information or this idea? And that gives the writer an opportunity to go, huh, no, what I meant was, and then they have a revision strategy, right? They have a pathway to make a change. So summary and say back is the third one. The fourth one is really powerful as well. And it's called, what is almost said? What do you want to hear more about? 
So sometimes when we're writing, it takes us a little bit of time, kind of like when you're on your run, if you're, you're, I used to be a a really long distance runner, used to run half marathons. That first mile was always like the giddy up and go, right? I needed to warm the muscles. And then I started to hit my stride, started to get comfortable, started to, you know, get all the collywobs as my good friend and fellow writing coach, Cindy Urbanski says, shake all those out. And so Sometimes writers don't get to what they really want to say until they've been writing a little bit. So it's really helpful to get feedback on what might not have been said yet. And what do you want to hear more about? This is going to tell the writer, tell you as the writer, where you're, you need to go deeper, right? Or maybe where the writer has, you've assumed something that the reader actually needs in words, right? This might be a jump in the story, or this might be an explanation of a strategy or a tool. And you almost said the full explanation, but you didn't quite. So it's great to get that kind of feedback to see what might be missing. And there, you know, you can go back and write some of that in. The what do you want to hear more about, kind of like the center of gravity, tells you what the reader wants more of, gives that kind of feedback to say, I really want to hear more about this, Rather than like, you should, you should do this, right? Here's what I'd love to hear more about. I'd love to hear more about that story where you were in a big transition in your life so that I can understand how these reflective tools supported you, so on and so forth, right? So this is a good strategy that when you get this kind of feedback, it helps you see where the gaps are. It helps you see what you want to go into more details about. And it also helps you know like what to potentially do more of. So. I am curious which of these are resonating with you the most. Again, the sharing, no response, just a thank you, pointing and center of gravity, summary and say back, and what is almost said, what do you want to hear more about? These are when you have a little bit of direction, you as a writer are going to get far more feedback than if you just say, hey, tell me what you think. And as someone who creates a community of writers who get to give feedback to each other, as well as I give feedback to our writers um, in addition to their feedback to each other, it's helpful to be in a community that is helping you know how to respond, right? And so this is what we do in the Embodied Writing Mastermind. We really create this space where we get to talk about these things and becoming a good responder and giving feedback in powerful ways helps you be a good writer and vice versa. So it's a really, really cool community. So I'd love to know what resonated, which types of feedback are going to help you get what you need as you move forward in your writing project. As always, I want to hear from you. So don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks so much for joining me today. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Written Compass. If you are enjoying this content, do me a favor and go and review the podcast. This allows me to share and get these messages out to the people who really need them, who we want to read their books in the future. You can also go and share your thoughts and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. Again, this is just a way for us to get connected and share the writing love. And if you know that you are ready to write your book, that message that's been burning inside of you for a long time, then I want to talk to you. My team and I want to talk to you. Head on over to shanahartman.com and click work with us. 
from there, you'll see an application to explore and see if writing your book is your next best step. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.